Hey, all my financial friends, welcome back to another edition of Fin Weekly, where I provide weekly updates on what's happening in the world of finance and the economy. My name is Steve Coffrin, and today is Wednesday, December 6, 2023, and we're going to go ahead and kick things off with Spotify. Spotify, the music streaming company, is implementing a significant workforce reduction. In fact, they're planning on cutting approximately 1,500 jobs, which represents 17% of its workforce. Spotify CEO Daniel Ek said that these layoffs are in response to the company's need to reduce costs and enhance profitability. Now, when companies are facing economic difficulties, they may turn to job cuts to manage costs and improve operational efficiency, particularly if labor expenses form a significant portion of their overall expenditures. Now, here's a fun fact for you, and this is just a general rule of thumb, but labor as a percentage of revenue in most companies ranges between about 30 and 40%, just to give you an idea here. So when it comes to doing a turnaround or improving overall financial performance, most executives will turn to job cuts. So that's exactly what Spotify is doing here. I love Spotify. I think they have such a great brand. Their platform is so easy to use and I just love their operating model. So I wish them the best as they make these cuts and I believe that their company will be stronger in the future even though there will be pain in the short term. Okay, up next is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is making some moves here as it experienced a weekend rally surpassing $42,000 for the first time in 19 months, marking a more than 150% gain in 2023. Now you may be wondering what's going on here and let me explain. The primary driver behind Bitcoin surge is linked to expectations for the SEC to approve spot Bitcoin ETFs, exchange traded funds, attracting large asset managers who are preparing to acquire the underlying asset. Despite recent regulatory crackdowns and legal actions in the crypto space, Optimists view the regulatory scrutiny and potential ETFs as a sign of the crypto industry maturing, instilling confidence among investors. Now, likewise, companies associated with cryptocurrencies such as Coinbase and Marathon Digital Holdings have also observed notable stock gains, potentially benefiting investors. But keep in mind that Bitcoin's rally could face risks if there is a reset in interest rate expectations or unexpected challenges for the ETFs. Technical indicators suggest potential overbought conditions and market watchers highlight the need for caution. So just be aware of that as you continue to monitor the crypto space. Let's talk about Barclay. Barclay Bank, the British lender who is facing challenges, including tumbling share prices and weak third quarter results, is reportedly planning significant layoffs as well as part as a cost-cutting program worth $1.25 billion. Top management, including CEO Venkat, is reviewing the proposal to cut costs and boost the bank's profitability. The bank's decision is prompted by a series of challenges, including a rocky financial year with declining share prices, weak third quarter results, and increased pressures on the banking sector amid inflationary concerns. The proposed layoffs are also part of a broader strategy aimed at enhancing the bank's profitability and curbing expenses amid ongoing financial difficulties. For employees, what does this mean? It means that there's a looming threat of job cuts. But remember, the cost-cutting plan reflects the challenges faced by the banking sector despite higher interest rates, indicating how the current economic landscape impacts financial institutions. 
On the market side of things, the decline in Barclays shares since Vincat's appointment in November 2021 suggests a challenging period for the bank's leadership. Investor sentiment may be influenced by the bank's cost-cutting measures as they grapple with various economic challenges. So we'll continue to monitor how things go with Barclays Bank. Okay, let's talk about inflation now. Savings accumulated during the pandemic have seen a 1% decline, adjusting for a 15% inflation rate, particularly affecting the bottom 40% of income earners. In fact, according to a recent survey, 65% of Americans say they frequently live paycheck to paycheck. So more people are tapping into their savings in order to combat the economic conditions that they're struggling with. Now, this has potential impacts because depleted savings contribute to a decline in consumer confidence, linking spending behaviors to the labor market and income growth. More broadly, labor markets and income growth will also be impacted. Consumer spending heavily depends on a strong labor market and income growth, highlighting the broader economic impact of inflation on individual finances and overall economic dynamics. Now remember, consumer spending makes up about 70% of the US economy. So if consumers don't have the cash and they're tapping into their savings just to survive, that's gonna have a ripple effect on the economy. So more to come on that in the future. Let's talk about Elon Musk. Elon Musk, the owner of X and founder of companies like Tesla and SpaceX, didn't hold back as advertisers made plans to withdraw funds from the company. In particular, Musk mentioned the CEO of Disney and other Apple execs who reportedly wanted to stop advertising through the social media's platform after Musk revealed his stance on recent socio-political topics. Amid the fallout, reports are suggesting that X might lose up to $75 million from the advertiser pullout. Musk has since filed a defamation lawsuit against Media Matters for reporting ads placed next to objectionable content contributing to the advertiser exodus. Broadly speaking here, we have to consider the substantial financial impact on X, which raises concerns about the platform's financial stability and its ability to attract and retain advertisers in the future. As for the nature of this debate itself, the withdrawal of major advertisers, including Disney, IBM, Apple, and Lionsgate, indicates industry concerns about associating with platforms facing content-related controversies. Moving on to Argentina, if you think inflation in the United States is bad, just wait, listen to this. Argentina's president-elect Javier Milei, who will formally become president later this month, has a unique proposal to combat hyperinflation in Argentina by adopting the US dollar as the official currency. Now, Mile, a libertarian economist, advocates for drastic economic reforms, including eliminating Argentina's central bank and making deep government cuts. There is rampant hyperinflation in Argentina with an annualized rate, listen to this, of 142%. This has led to economic turmoil, increased poverty, and significant debt to international organizations. Now, obviously, there are some major implications here. Let me just name a few. Loss of economic autonomy for Argentina, which would involve surrendering control over monetary policy. This would pose challenges in managing the economy as the U.S. dollar's strength or weakness may not align with Argentina's specific needs. 
Some historical examples, including Panama and Ecuador, show that dollarization can succeed on a smaller scale, but Argentina's large and complex economy poses significant challenges. And last but not least, there are concerns about Argentina's ability to acquire the necessary dollars given its existing debt and financial constraints. Next up, Meta. Let's talk about Mark Zuckerberg and his entities, including his trust and those associated with charitable and political endeavors. They sold approximately 682,000 Meta shares valued at nearly $185 million in November of 2023. Now, this marks the first time entities managing Zuckerberg's fortune have sold shares since November of 2021. This is due in part because Meta Platforms has experienced a remarkable 172% surge in its stock value throughout 2023. The stock sale comes as Meta stock is outperforming major tech companies, allowing Zuckerberg to maximize returns for activities outside of Meta, including venture capital, scientific research, and impact investments. While Zuckerberg has regularly sold Meta stocks over the past decade, there were no sales in 2022 due to challenging quarterly results and Meta's worst annual performance. The stock sale reflects Zuckerberg's strategic decision to leverage Meta's improved performance for various philanthropic causes and ventures. Depending on individual investment portfolios, Meta stock performance may influence the financial well-being of investors holding Meta shares. And last but not least, let's talk about the banking examiner shortage. Both the Fed and FDIC are experiencing challenges in recruiting and retaining examiners, compromising their ability to effectively supervise the expanding banking sector. So I guess this is good news for anybody who's listening who wants to get a job with the Fed or FDIC. This may be a great time to go ahead and apply. Issues such as relatively low government pay compared to private sector alternatives and reported workplace culture concerns contribute to the shortage. And in addition, reports of occupational issues within regulatory agencies, including a slow response to evolving industry dynamics, contribute to job dissatisfaction. This means that insignificant staffing levels could undermine the regulatory body's ability to conduct thorough oversight of financial institutions, potentially exposing the system to risks, which could result in heightened vulnerabilities within the financial system and with potential repercussions for the general public. All right, so that's a wrap for Fin Weekly. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. If you're listening to this and you're curious, you want to boost your financial IQ, you want to understand financial markets, you want to understand how economics impact your business and your personal life, I highly recommend you going to byfiq.com and checking out our academy. There you'll find great resources to boost your financial IQ and to give you the confidence you need to spot opportunities that may be right before your face. So go to byfiq.com. There's a ton of other resources there that will help you along your journey. In the meantime, I hope you have a fantastic week and take care of yourself. Cheers. Hey, real quick. If you get value out of this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would leave us a review. Also, if you want to be featured on the show, send me a recording with your name, your age, where you're from, and your question through a voice note or a video using your smartphone. Then email me the file at hello at byfiq.com. BYFIQ stands for boosting your financial IQ. So once again, it's hello at BYFIQ.com. If selected, I'll give you a shout out and answer your question for you and the entire community. 
One last thing, if you want access to additional resources that will help you fast track your path to financial freedom, visit byfiq.com or download our free app in the Apple or Google Play App Store today. Thanks again. 